For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody, welcome back. We've been speaking with Dr. Welch all this week, and this is our, our Friday show. And something, uh, Dr. Welch, that we like to do is we like to ask people about books because we believe we are to be lifelong students. And so it's helpful uh, at times to hear about books um, from others and how they've influenced them and uh, books we might have not heard of before. Uh, so the question we have today is, outside of the Bible, uh, would have been some of the most influential books that you've read? as well as some of those books that you're currently reading. So what do you have for us? I'm going to go back to something that is presently not influential, but I think it was at one point. And, and, uh, and I want to think about my own progression uh, with, uh, with, with different books. When, when I first became a Christian, I, I did find Josh McDowell to be helpful. Um, his evidences kinds of books. Uh, it, was, it was helpful for me to... To see the how, to, you know, to to see how there there was there was historical realities here and and evidences for the various things for some of the various things in scripture. So so I I, I haven't picked that up for years and I don't expect that I will. But um, when I think of uh, not just for for youth pastors but for but for um, but for but for youth themselves. You know, books that, that speak briefly about evidences, I think they can be useful. Um, now, I'll, I'll move from there. I would say that, 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 that from the evidences and apologetics book, books, uh, the, sort of the next, next phase in my, in my reading, uh, which, which still brings me to the present, I'm sure, would be, would be books that, that draw all of Scripture to the person of Christ. Uh, they have been... They, you know, those those books are around everywhere today. I would say the first time I encountered that is a book that most people wouldn't read anymore. It's a book by um, Gerhardus Voss uh, called Biblical Theology. Gerhardus Voss was was one of the early uh, the modern writers to speak about Christ as being central in all of Scripture. So. It's so a very that, light, lightweight kind of book, right? Very yeah. easy read. <laughs> yeah, any 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 book by a Dutchman is uh, <laughs> is, is, is going to be slow reading, but there are there 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 are books there 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 are wonderful books that are coming out all the time with that. Mm -hmm. um, relatively heavier one is I read a little while ago is by Michael Gorman by called Cruciformity, but it's it, it's another one of the many many fine authors out there. Who 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 want to have Scripture all revolve around the person of Christ? So that's that's balm to our soul, and and it's also I think just really important stuff for for our youth. The I'm going to stray a little bit from your question, uh, and um, and just move into you said other than the Bible, but I'll I'll just stray into the Bible just for a moment. The, the that's okay. We'll let that go. <laughs> Sometimes, when, uh, uh, for example, I was reading First Kings um, for for particular reasons uh, right now, and 
And I have been so blessed by, on one hand, reading some, you know, some pieces of Babylonian history. Now, again, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to recommend that. Uh, and, and then reading scripture, where, where histories of a people, they're always this hagiography, hagiography where you, you just say, you just lie about all these great deeds. That's what you do. And in 1 Kings, uh, I'm reading about the Solomonic Temple right now. And, and it is stunning to me that the writer of Kings is, 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 is all over the place. He's saying, hey, this looks all nice and glittery and goldy and, and uh, yeah, sort of the, the, the ascendancy of Israel and, and all the nations coming to it. But it's not. It's not as good as it looks. And, and he said, this is, you know, when you compare it to the, the old tabernacle, it's all about Solomon. You know, it, it's, it's Solomon does these things rather than, rather than the Lord taking the initiative. The, he, you know, the writer of, of Kings identifies the, this Canaanite builder who's going to be the master builder for, the Solom, for Solomon's temple. That is a really bad thing. The Canaanites shouldn't even be there. They should be all, they should be gone from the land. That was the command. And, and, and there are all these things where he is painting a picture that says, we're not doing very well. And, and you, you, can, you can see the, the question that, that I'm taking from your question is, what are the books that, that encourage me Especially when I might have doubts or questions, you know, what are what are some of the apologetic books that speak to my own soul, and 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 the the nasty stories in Scripture, even about Solomon himself, are are great encouragements to my own soul. A couple other things, uh, I, I would say that my favorite book of 2017 was a book by a, a professor named Michael Morales. Uh, I think he's at. Um, I think he might be at Erskine Seminary. He wrote a book that appeared in 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 the New Biblical Studies and Biblical Theology, something like that. It's a commentary on Leviticus, hmm. and and why I picked up a commentary on Leviticus. I'm sure there are reasons for <laughs> everybody's it. favorite book. Right, it's the one that kills all your Bible reading in a year. Uh, <laughs> but but Morales, it's. For for a youth pastor, you'd love it. You just love it. He because he he, he he gives you this beautiful picture of Leviticus, and we understand the sacrificial system better. The New Testament tends to come alive, but he gives us this panoramic picture of the coherence of Scripture in a way that I, I found very very edifying. So I would say the various books that I've read over the past year, Michael Morales's commentary on Leviticus has been just helpful. Other than that, um, other books, I, I would say that the, the reading that I do each week outside of Scripture would be, um, I pick up the New York Times book review, which comes every week, and, and um, I like that because, because they're really, really good writers in there, and, and uh, I just enjoy I just enjoy simple, elegant writing. Uh, I also, I also like to the, some of the books that they're reviewing. They're not, not books I'm going to be able to read, and 
And so their reviews sort of take me into the book. And, and sometimes when we get a sense of books that are important in our culture or, or, or popular in the culture, they're, you know, they're not necessarily the same thing, uh, it, it gives us a sense of what's going on around us, what's going on within us, what's going on within other people. So I, I, I do find the New York Times uh, review of books to be very helpful. Um, I, I, um, in the two magazines that I pick up, at least at home, one would be The New Yorker. And why the New Yorker? I um, I live in Philadelphia. I don't live in New York, but um, but there it gives me a sense of sort of what the intelligentsia is doing out there. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's what what people are thinking, and they're also you know fairly interesting short stories in there. Uh, uh, so I, I I enjoy sort of the dialogical process of engaging with a New Yorker. I, uh, I pick up the Atlantic Monthly every every month as well because it has a, a startling array of of different uh, of different topics that, that um, and 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 they they're provocative mm-hmm. throughout. So yeah. so that they're different than books, but those are those are the things I would read most regularly. I would say. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. Is there a book that you're uh, working on that you ha- kind of have in the back of your mind, or one that's that's coming out uh, that you're going to be writing that you can share? Uh, this, this probably makes sense when I say it. The, the, uh, I I have been I have been very blessed by a somewhat neglected theme in scripture, and we can move into the theme by asking a question: you know, How does scripture answer the question, "Who are we"? Sort of a question of identity. Who am I? Uh, I, w- I would suggest that one of the scripture's dominant ways of answering that question is is it says you are a priest, and and uh, certainly Peter will say that you're you're a royal priesthood. That's it's part of his summary of, of who we are. So so I'm working on something right now, which is basically taking that priestly theme. And in in in, in, in an earlier discussion, John, we had. Uh, yeah, I, I talked about here's a doctrine in Scripture that's been so helpful for me. It's closer. The Lord calls us closer and closer to this fellowship and intimacy. Well, that's that, that's essentially the job description of the priest. The priest is 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 the one. His job description is basically to come close to the Lord, <laughs> come closer, closer. You move into the very holy of holies itself, which is the the very center of God's house. So, so that's a long way of saying that I'm working on a book on, on how how our true humanity, is is especially expressed in that we are priests unto God. Mm, well, that sounds excellent, and we'll definitely look forward uh, to that one coming out. And uh, for those who are listening, all the books that um, and other things that were referenced this whole uh, week with Dr. Welch, we'll put those on our website so you can access those. But Dr. Welch, let me just thank you so much for being with us all this week. I know you have a, a lot on your plate, so we really appreciate you taking time to be with us. Thanks, John. Pleasure. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to The Local Youth Worker. As always, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers. If you take time to rate this podcast on iTunes, it would greatly help us. As always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Oh, come and buy without money. Oh, come and feast without pay for the
stand. 